Welcome to the Fat Talks podcast. Here we will share lessons to help you on your business and fitness journey. I'll be sharing practical solutions from building my business and having mind-opening conversations with amazing personalities too. My name is Tommy Rotimi. I'm the founder and creative director of Exclamations by Tommy Rotimi, a proudly Nigerian premium ready-to-wear brand I founded almost two decades ago. I'm also the author of the best-selling book, Fat Transfer from Waistline to Bottom Line, a book on life lessons for fitness and business. Welcome to Fat Talks. Hello, welcome to my podcast, another day, another episode. Welcome to another episode of Fat Talks by Tommy. My name is Tommy Rotini, you already know that. It's been a hectic, hectic couple of weeks trying to ease back into my regular routine, I have to admit. It's always a bit difficult just getting back into the flow. I don't know if I'm the only one that experiences this. So if you're out there and you're like me and after traveling and being away for a while, you get back home and you find it difficult kind of easing back into your usual routine. Please let me know what you do to quicken the process because this happens to me all the time. I, I travel quite often, but it's 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 the same thing every time, trying to get back. Anyway, maybe that's just something I need to figure out. Today I'm talking about consistency. You know, the big thing about achieving your goals is really the journey towards achieving your goals. The journey is filled with ups and downs. But at the core of that journey is being consistent. Being consistent at doing um, specific tasks regularly, right, to achieve that goal. At the heart of consistency is habits. Habits that are built over time that kind of automate the process. So you mindlessly do these things because it's become a part of you. That's really what habits are. So, you know, habits really mean that you're consistent at doing this thing, but now it has become automated. It has become mindless, right? So we know at the heart of consistency is habits. So building the right habits Obviously, it's not something that you do in a minute. Building the right habits, building habits, it takes time. It doesn't happen quickly. It initially has to be very intentional before it gets to a point where it's mindless. But we can't avoid it. If we want to do big things, we have to learn to do small things regularly. And it is really the cumulative effect of doing these small things regularly for the requisite amount of time that eventually leads to us achieving our goals. I do hope I'm not rambling and you get this. I'm talking about this now because I'm I'm quite intrigued by the whole habits thing, you know. There's a whole science around habits as well. 
I'm reading a book right now, um, a bestseller by James Clare. I'm sure a lot of you have read it called Atomic Habits. I've been trying to get hold of this book for a while. I finally got it when I traveled and I am thoroughly enjoying it. And I think maybe that's what has inspired me talking a little bit about habits. I see some of the things that James Clare talked about in the book in my life. You know, they say, if you intuitively do the things that some people go to study and you find out that it's backed by science and by theories, you know, then you know, you know, you're wired to do some things right. You know, it's, it's quite um, inspiring. Um, you know, when you realize that some of the things that you, you, you're doing instinctively and just by life learnings, you know, actually backed by theories and by science. You know, so let's talk a little bit about some of my own observations and my experience concerning being consistent. Um, you know, some people say to me with my business, like I hear this all the time. And I know for anybody else who is, you know, who is working, who is in business, who has been in business or building a career for years, I'm sure you hear this as well. But I hear this all the time where people in reference to my work and my brand, say one of the things they admire about what I've achieved or what I'm doing is the fact that I have been so consistent with my message and consistent with the quality of my work, consistent with how I deliver. You know, they say this about my work all the time and it never gets old hearing this. Recently, I've heard this as well regarding my, my fitness journey. Um, you know, how I always somehow just show up, you know, how I always show up. Um, and I'm beginning to see that trend as well in my writing. So I'm not one to give formulas, but if you see a common thread across different areas of your life and you're consistent, consistently delivering, it's time for you to step back and realize that, you know what, I might just have a formula because nothing just happens. You know, if you do it well once, maybe you were lucky. If you do it well twice, it might just be a coincidence. But if you do it well thrice, and you do it well regularly, what you have is a formula. And I think I've, I've hit gold in that regard. I think I've hit a formula. So I wouldn't necessarily call it a formula is it as in, you know, this is a recipe of sorts, but a formula just in terms of what I've found that I, I now intuitively do. And maybe that would help you. Anyway, let, let me go right into it. One of the things that has helped me in being consistent with my business, and I even think more so with my fitness life, is embracing hardness. Did you hear me? Embracing hardness. I think over time, I anticipate hardness. I expect it to be hard, at least initially. And I embrace hardness. For many of us, we anticipate ease. We expect things to be easy. And when they are hard, we disqualify ourselves. We think because we are experiencing 
something difficult or because we find a particular task difficult, it's not for us or it's not something that we are wired for or it is just a sign that we are not supposed to do it. I think with how social media portrays life as being easy, many of us see people we follow and influencers you know, somehow saunter through life from one easy level to another. And we just erroneously think that this is how life is supposed to be. So when we experience something difficult, we don't hang in there long enough for it to deliver results or long enough for it to become easy. One of the big things for me, and of course, this is life, um, and with time and experience, you, you realize this, is that I've experienced enough good that started out hard. And because of that, I kind of know that this is how it goes. It gets hard first before it gets easy. So if you started a business and it's hard, and you're thinking, man, this thing is way too hard. Maybe it's not for me. Don't count yourself out just yet. You might just need to hang in there long enough for it to get easy or if you just started a workout routine and like me right now i'm going through domes i'm going through um yeah i I, I worked out yesterday i hadn't run in a while so yesterday i went out running with some friends and today i feel aches i didn't stretch like i was supposed to do after my run Um, but i've been down this road before it was supposed to be hard and it was supposed to, it's supposed to be painful now because I didn't stretch and because I hadn't run at least that trail um, for a while. So embrace hardness, anticipate hardness. What is your hardness formula, right? What do you do when things are hard? For some people, you pace yourself and that would be my number one recommendation. Pace yourself. If you're starting a new business, you're starting a new workout routine, if it's difficult, pace yourself. Know that it gets hard before it gets easy. And, you know, give yourself breaks between um, your tasks or your routine, you know. Um, and for some people, you know, they find a support group. Again, I recommend that. Talk to people who have experienced what you are experiencing and Sometimes by knowing that it's hard for other people, it gives us some kind of comfort. I don't know why we're we're like that. But just knowing you're not alone, knowing that it's not peculiar to you to find this thing challenging, and seeing other people who have gone through it and come out on the other side victorious, that inspires us. And that also gives us motivation to, to hang in there. Right. So my number one formula for being consistent is embracing hardness, knowing that it will initially be difficult before it gets easy. That mindset has helped me immensely. So anytime I'm trying to do something new, I expect it, right? I expect it and I adjust accordingly. Number two, um, what else has helped me in my consistency journey? Starting small, If you know me, I'm the queen of starting small. I believe in small starts. I believe in taking it a step at a time. Starting small doesn't necessarily mean it won't be difficult. But starting small helps you build stamina. 
helps you build understanding, helps you even build, um, build, build muscle regarding this particular thing you're trying to do. A lot of us want to start big because we assume that the reward is in the bigness, right? Like starting small will deliver small reward, but starting big is the one that is celebrated and the one that will give you exposure and give you attention. And you may be right, but starting big is not sustainable because there's so much to learn on the journey. So it's best to learn it a step at a time. You can't skip the lessons. So if you start big, it's a slippery slope. Soon enough, you're going to have to go back and learn the lessons. And the bigger you start, the more expensive the lessons. So let me put this in context. For instance, maybe you want to start a business, right? Instead of you starting um, with an Instagram page, starting with a WhatsApp group, starting, starting amongst uh, people within your network, starting maybe with one product line, you go big, right? And you immediately open a store on the high street. You immediately invest in advertising on a billboard. You immediately start with a line of 30 different products. You're still going to have to learn the lessons, but now it's going to be more expensive. So whilst if you had started maybe with an Instagram page and you had learned from there what people really like, you don't have too much to risk at that point. You can be nimble and adjust accordingly. But if you start big and you find that people don't like a product line, you've already invested millions in it. And that's going to be something that will hurt your business because you're pulling the plug on these big investments that you have made. Starting small is not sexy. Starting small doesn't get you the accolades or the recognition. But starting small is wise, right? And it helps you in your journey to consistency. Because as you start small and grow incrementally, you build the mindset, you learn the lessons, you build the muscles to do the next thing, right? And then the next thing, and then the next thing. And then you find out that because you are being rewarded with incremental success, you are inspired and you are motivated to go to the next level, right? Starting small is my number one life hack. So if you're building your journey, if you're building your consistency journey and you're trying to be more consistent, start small, please, and build your progress incrementally, right? Number three, what helps me in my journey to consistency is fun, enjoyment. Do something you enjoy. I know I did say that um, when you're trying to achieve a big thing, what you will find sometimes is that you might need to do several small things that you don't necessarily enjoy for the big payouts, right? Whilst that is true, fun fuels consistency. If you're doing something you enjoy, it fuels consistency. It flavors consistency. So if the task itself is not enjoyable, try and incorporate some enjoyment into it. Right. I give myself an example, as I always do. 
my journey to con- being consistent in fitness, for instance. I've talked about this in my book, Fat Transfer from Wasteland to Bottom Line. If you haven't bought it, please go and get that book. I talk a lot about my consistency journey in there and my fitness journey as well. So, for instance, um, one of the things I took on in my fitness journey was running. For the longest time, I never thought I was a runner. I I felt I wasn't even built to run. I feared for my joints. I feared for my body. I just felt I'm too slow. It's not for me. But it was something that I had access to. And I knew that, okay, if I'm going to incorporate fitness, walking is something that that is very accessible for me. Running is accessible for me. So how do I make this happen? So... I made running and walking my me time by listening to podcasts and listening to ebooks or listening to audiobooks while I ran and while I walked. This was a game changer for me because I enjoy listening to podcasts and I love listening to audiobooks. I look forward to walking. Right, I look forward to running. Um, because this was my me time and my time to do this other thing that I enjoyed. So do that, right? Do that. If you're trying to be consistent at something, put some fun in it. Ask yourself, how can I, I'm, how can I make this more enjoyable, right? How can I make this more enjoyable? And put in a task that you enjoy doing or something you enjoy doing. And your mind, you know, will tell you that this is running time. But what your mind is telling you really is that this is me time. This is audiobook listening to time. This is music listening to time, right? But it is actually running time. So that's one big thing. And I try to do this with every single thing I do. If I know this thing is not going to be easy, I try to find a way of incorporating some fun into it and that has really really helped me in my consistency journey um i know i give an example with with um my fitness life but in my business life as well business obviously is not a short-term thing it's just like fitness you know it's something that you intend to do for a long time so if you're not going to enjoy it don't even start right if at the core of your business is not a goal or a task that you enjoy i would say don't do it honestly i would say don't do it because if at the core i didn't enjoy designing clothes and meeting people right and creating you these beautiful things it would be a chore and it wouldn't be something that i would be able to commit to right so Regarding business, the core of your business needs to be an activity or a task that you enjoy doing, right? You have to do other things to sustain it, but the core has to be enjoyable, right? So, for instance, if you don't enjoy flowers, if you don't like gardening, if you don't enjoy, um, you don't appreciate the beauty of, of flowers, why are you becoming a florist? You know what I mean? Why? If you don't like creating beautiful clothes, what, why are you becoming a fashion designer? It can't just be about the money, right? So at the core, please let it be something you enjoy. And somehow 
that will inspire you to keep at it. Next thing that helps me in my consistency journey, <clears throat> excuse me, please, is discipline. Discipline. We don't enjoy, we don't like that word, right? We don't like that word, but if you're trying to build um, something great and you're trying to be consistent, discipline, discipline. Discipline trumps motivation because motivation gives you a high. You know, you're gingered and you're motivated and you, you, you want to do it. But discipline means you do it even when you don't feel like it. You do it even though you don't enjoy it. You do it even though it's hard. You do it because you have a goal in mind. When I'm working out, for instance, I don't necessarily always feel like it. You know, I talked about how I had taken on Pilates um, a few months ago. I'm still on that Pilates journey. I still find it incredibly difficult, but I still do it because I know it's good for me. It's good for me and it's, it's something that is an investment in my future. I know it's good for flexibility, it's good for muscle training, it's good for my mind and my soul. It's good for me. I have experienced the benefit of it, but it's still hard for me. So why do I do it? Discipline. So when I wake up and I wear my shoes and I'm still grumbling and I'm planking and I'm downward dogging and I'm doing all these other moves um, in, in Pilates, I'm not enjoying it, right? But I do it. That's discipline. You know, it takes me back to the first point about it being hard. That's embracing hardness. Discipline is embracing hardness. You know, choosing hardness, right? You There's some hardness you cannot choose. But the one you choose, oh my goodness, that's powerful. So discipline involves choosing hardness. Knowing that even though this is not something I enjoy, even though this is not something that is pleasurable, I don't feel motivated right now. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to show up and I'm going to do it, right? It's important that we we begin to understand the difference between discipline and motivation because a lot of us are always looking for motivation, right? Motivation doesn't always come. Sometimes you are not even self-motivated, but you show up all the same. I really want to recommend this Atomic Habits book by James Clare. If you haven't gotten it, if you haven't read it, please read it. It's a, it's a really good one and it will help you understand um, the power of habits in um, in helping you in developing, um, you know, your discipline, right, and um, consistency. I think that's about it. That's about it. I hope this has helped. Um, but above all, you know, I think you should be kind to yourself. The journey of consistency and being consistent is a lifelong one lifelong but it's something we need to prioritize so whatever it is you want to do know that consistency is at the heart of making it happen right um a couple of you have asked me about my second book some of many parts please follow me on instagram um i'm updating on that on that um, on my channel on instagram I'm still working on this book, you know, and it's it's another way for me to to experience um, 
you know, the consistency that it takes to showing up, writing the chapters, editing, it's a lot of work, you know, but it involves being consistent in putting down the work, doing the work and, you know, allowing yourself to be critiqued. It's a lot. And hopefully one day I'll talk a lot more about um, this journey to writing book number two. Um, but I, and if you, if you are interested in this book, the second book, I'm putting together a waiting list. So if you're interested in getting the book, you don't need to buy it or anything. All you need to do is sign up on the waiting list so that you'll be the first to know once the first set of copies are available. So to do this, please go to my Instagram page, tomi.rotimi. Click on the link in the bio and sign up for the book, Some of Many Parts. It's it's an incredible book. I'm done with the first manuscript. It's um, it's being read by a couple of critics right now before we take it to the next level. So that's another thing that I've experienced in this journey to consistency and getting the reward at the end of it all. It's taken me like two years, almost three years actually, to put this book together and it's been a journey and a half. Anyway, that's it. That's it for today. Thank you so, so very much for listening Please listen to this over and over and over again. Please share this with your network. Share it with people who need to be encouraged to be consistent, to embrace hardness, to embrace discipline. Share it with people who are already on this journey and need to be encouraged. Thank you so, so very much for listening. I will be back soon with another episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This was an amazing episode. Please subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Also, buy the book. Bad Transfer from Westline to Bottom Line is available on Amazon and also on www.tomirotimi.com. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what resonated with you in the episode or in the book by tagging me on Instagram at tommy.rotimi or tag the book page Fat Transfer by Tommy. Looking forward to the next episode. Tune in please. Thank you and bye.